Hello, everyone, and welcome to Conversations That Heal. I am your guest host today, Regina Loveless, and I'm so grateful to Susan for inviting me here to speak with you. She will be back to enlighten you some more on April 13th in a couple weeks. So I really appreciate Susan and the beautiful service that she gives through this show to lift lives, bless lives, touch, strengthen people in so many ways. So I'm, I'm very grateful for her. She's a beautiful soul. I want to just start out by telling you a little bit about myself to give you a little background. Um, my education is in teaching originally. I got my bachelor's degree and taught in the public school for a few years. And then I got pregnant and um, with my second husband wanted to stay home with my kids. But to make that possible, we had to sell our condo and move into my parents' basement for a few years. And that was interesting. We went there with one child and left with three. And my oldest child didn't have a bed until he was five years old. But, you know, hey, you make it work and <laughs> it all turns out okay. And he's 17 now and still often sleeps on the floor. Supposed to be healthier for your back anyway. So I had four kids in the her six years, you know, shortly after we were married because we got pregnant just right away. And that has ended up being both a delightful and challenging experience, but I I adore them. And, you know, I, I taught preschool for several years while the kids were growing up. And then three years ago, I started my own business called Revealing You with the tagline, Awaken the Light Within. And I love to do the work that I do of helping people to just awaken to who they really are inside and how powerful and amazing they are when they come to realize what they've got within them. I'm a certified Simply Healed practitioner, and I help artists and creatives find their gifts and learn how to express their unique voice to the world. So I absolutely love what I do. It feels like even work. It brings me great satisfaction. So I entitled the show today, You, a Priceless Treasure, and that was the tagline, open to your own precious worth and awaken to who you really are. So in our time together, I would like to help you open your eyes and really see what it is inside of you that you have to offer the world. And I want to do that in going through three different steps. The first is to acknowledge what you offer. The second is to realize that messes have a message. And the third is to come to know yourself more deeply, which is such a beautiful experience. So we're just going to dive right in and start with the first section of acknowledge what it is that you offer. I found that years ago I, I seemed to have the ability to see a light inside of people. And maybe some of you can do that, that you just see see their potential. You see who they genuinely are inside. And so many people don't see that in themselves, unfortunately. And even those of us who are able to see it in other people sometimes don't see it within our own selves. But I would hear people just put themselves down and say such awful things about themselves and doubt what they were capable of doing. And what I saw in them was so amazing. And I would say to them, don't, don't you know who you are? Don't you see what it is that you are capable of? You are amazing. You can touch the world in such beautiful ways that are unique to you. Sometimes it takes us some time to convince ourselves of that, and it's not enough to just hear it from somebody else. 
that you likely are not fully seeing what it is that you have. You are beautiful. There is no one like you. And try to open your eyes to that. You're not only likable, you are worth loving in your entirety. Everything about you, your idiosyncrasies, even your weaknesses, your entirety is worth loving wholeheartedly. So what I want you to do to start out with, with acknowledging what you have to offer, is grab a piece of paper if you've got one or if you have a notebook on your phone or on your computer close by that you can just grab, even a scratch piece of paper or a receipt or something that you can just write on the back of it. Just grab something and a writing utensil. And what I would like you to do is write down some of your best characteristics what you see as your best characteristics and what people have told you over the years are some of your strengths. I want you to try to get at least five for starters. What I really would love if you have a full sheet of paper is for you to fill the page, maybe even more than one column. Just come up with characteristics, attributes, things that you do, gifts that you have, Think over the years, what have people said about you? What are some of the compliments that you've received? Maybe you're a really good listener. Are you attentive? Do you pay attention to detail and notice things that are really subtle that a lot of times get missed? Maybe you're good at organizing, coming up with ideas. So start writing those down and then you can finish that when we're done. But I know that there are things that you can come up with, and if you need to call on help to get a good list, do it. And then look at that list and see, just begin to see some of the amazingness that's inside of that and know or inside of you and know that that's just the tip of the iceberg. You just just started on seeing what's there. I like to think of people like a cavern in a mountain, that often we just see the little gift shop that's at the opening of the cavern and we think that's who we are. But if we dive inside of that cave and start looking around inside of ourselves at all of our intricacies, you'll see strings of gold and jewels and stalactites and such amazing wonders inside of you once you start exploring that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well. So perhaps there are things that only you've noticed about yourself that you could put on your list that haven't been brought to the attention of others, that you just know in your quiet little space that you're really good at. Maybe it's observing people and coming to certain conclusions. Maybe it's problem solving. You probably have gifts that most people aren't aware of. Work on that. Ask people if you need to, what are some of your positive characteristics, and try to fill that up. Every single person, every one of you has multiple beautiful aspects about you, everyone. But even when we know that sometimes we do have those, sometimes we even struggle when circumstances seem to go south for us, that things around us, even if we know we're amazing, when things around us start to fall apart, We start to doubt that about ourselves. 
And that's going to lead us right into a really important part of what we're going to talk today about, and that is to realize that messes have a message. So I would like to share a time with you when this was true for me and the great lesson that I learned that has benefited my life greatly. I have learned from it over and over and over again. I won't go into the details of what was actually going on, but a lot of preparation, a lot of effort had been put into this certain circumstance that was supposed to happen. And I had felt like I was doing the right thing, that things were coming together as they needed to. And when it came to it, everything just fell apart and it was not working out at all. And I was really frustrated, and being a God-fearing person, I looked up to the heavens and said, what? What is this? (laughs) What is this? You know, everything was going so smoothly. Everything was coming together. Like, what is this? Why did it just fall apart? And what I was shown was a blank piece of paper. In my mind's eye, I saw a blank white piece of paper. And then I saw that white piece of paper, which symbolized how I felt, just blah and yuck and just plain and just, uh, I was so done with it after all the effort I had put in to make this work. And then I saw that piece of paper start to fold and it came together and it folded into a beautiful origami flower. And the words that came along with that flower were, let it be beautiful. Just let it be. And I, it came with an understanding of, of you don't know the bigger picture here, and that's okay. There is something at work here. It needed to go this way. And I won't go into how it turned out, but it really did have some beautiful outcomes, this falling apart that occurred. And that is the way that life is. If you think of a piece of paper like you, folding can be really painful. I'm sure for that paper... That creasing is really painful, relatively, if you're relating it to yourself. So for the paper, it may feel like it's being damaged when those folds are coming into place. But the fold is really important in creating the beauty that is only understood when you can see the whole picture. If you're just looking at one fold of the piece of paper, it doesn't make sense. But when you step back and you're able to see it, from a broader perspective, then you understand its purpose. So it's the same with us. Sometimes we're just looking at one little piece of our lives, something that looks like it's going wrong, that it can't, supposed to be this way. But when we're able to have some retrospect there, we're able to see why that's there. You know, why did the paper have to get creased so painfully? step back and see the purpose of the pain. Um, Another analogy is if you have a great big rock and you hold it right in front of your face, then that's basically all you're going to see. And sometimes when we're having challenges in life, that's what it's like. It's like that challenge is so big right in front of our face that it's really difficult for us to see the beautiful sky, uh, the people around us that can bless our lives, the relationships that we can have because this rock is just sitting right there in front of our face. So rocks belong on the ground. 
So just set it on the ground so you have that broader perspective and you can see the bigger picture and the, the place that the rock needs to have. Okay? There is a purpose for everything, even rocks. A really powerful question to ask yourself is this situation inviting me to become. That can be a real paradigm shifter for you. If you can look at it from that perspective of what is this situation inviting me to become. This is a small example. Earlier today, I was having a a little bit of a combative conversation with my daughter um, about some disobedience things that were going on, and I really felt like I was right about consequences and things like that. And I said, you know, I just need to go get in the shower and have some time to think. And I went and got in the shower, and as I pondered what was really going on in this circumstance, trying to step back, look at the bigger picture, what did this situation offer to me, a couple of things got brought up. Number one, I realized that I need to be a better listener. It brought up some memories from when I was her age, when I was a teenager, she's 15 now, and some challenges that I had with my mother and not feeling heard. I had a brother who had chosen a homosexual lifestyle when I was in ninth grade. When I was in 10th grade, my oldest brother um, passed away. He died in a hiking accident. And so there was a lot of turmoil going on. And even though I understand now why my mom was a little sidetracked when I was in high school, at the time I had some unresolved feelings of not being heard. And I could tell that that was influencing my situation with my daughter. And so I was able to clear some of those emotions and work with that memory so that I could shift it. Actually, one of the things that I did, which is really powerful to do, is I pictured myself at that age and just holding myself and giving myself love and talking to myself. It's okay. You are important. You are worthwhile. You are loved. You are valuable you are heard, and tried to give that child what it was that she needed. And that helps me to feel so much better to have a clear mind to be able to come out and talk to my daughter again. So I'm really grateful for that experience and what it taught me. Another one that happened just two days ago, I was carrying an armload of stuff, and we have wooden stairs, and I was in stocking feet, and I slipped, and I slid down the stairs, and it bruised me all up one side, and was rather painful, but I reflected on that, and I was able to find a lot of symbolism about what had happened, even as far as like what I was carrying and what that symbolized in my life and how I needed to have a more sure footing in life. So often, if not always, there are parallels that we can make to little occurrences that we have, springing our ankle or whatever it is that we can be taught by those circumstances, and they really can truly bless us. Those are rather small examples, but on a bigger scale, um, I wanted to share with you an experience that my client had. But first of all, I just want you to ponder for a minute that every occurrence offers a gift to us. 
And some of those gifts are more difficult to unwrap than others. Some gifts are delivered in some very unattractive wrapping paper. And it may appear as something that you absolutely do not want. But if you will be mindful and listen and open your eyes to what can be gained, then the gift will begin to unfold to you. And it may be learning over a a long period of time as it slowly unwraps that you can see different pieces of how it actually benefited you, even if it was a very painful experience. I have a client who had some really messy things in her past, and recently we did a visualization where she was able to take the pain and and give it love, kind of similar to what we did, you know, I did with myself. And then after we worked through that and she was able to give love to that pain from when she was a child, I said to her, you're holding something in your hand. What do you see? And she said, it's a seed. And I said, what do you want to do with that seed? And she said, I want to plant it. So I encouraged her to picture that, and she did carry through that visualization. She planted the seed and watched life grow from it. And I loved the symbolism that that had, and it was so healing for her and was able to remove so much pain. She was able to take something that was such a heavy burden, so terribly painful, something that she had felt uh, weighing on her and victimized by for so many years. And she was able to take that and shift it and choose to take what was once the pain and to plant it so that it not only brought a possibility of new life to her, but she also was able to use that experience as a launching pad to help her move forward in life. And that offered her a lot of the learning of what she needs to now help and serve and teach and bless others' lives. And often it is our mess that becomes our message, that we are able to take the broader perspective, the understanding, the compassion that we have gained through our painful experiences and use that to bless the lives of others. So just give that some thought. There is a quote by Eckhart Tolle that says, the greatest difficulty is the mental resistance to things that arise and the underlying assumption that they should not. That's kind of a mouthful, so I'm going to read it one more time. The greatest difficulty is the mental resistance to things that arise and the underlying assumption that they should not. So take that what was once resistant and shift it into asking what does this situation invite me to become. All right. Now I would like us to do a visualization together, just a simple one called Embrace by Love. So if you are where you can get somewhere comfortable, and can close your eyes if you're driving, obviously. Don't do that. <laughs> Operating heavy machinery. 
Okay, but if you can, get somewhere just comfortable. Get your feet on the floor. Take a deep breath. And as you breathe out, I want you to just allow all your cares to wash away. Just breathe them out. Deep breaths are very cleansing. Okay, one more deep breath and just feel any tension drain from your body. Okay, now what I want you to do is picture above you a white light coming down. This is a white, loving light. And as it gets to you, it's going to separate in all directions and go around your head cleansing the outer side of you, but at the same time, it's also going to come straight down and just go straight through your skull, straight through your brain, get your eyes and your ears and your nose and your mouth, and it's going to percolate all through your body, both outside of your body and throughout your body, and just feel that as it slows down, so delicious and good. And when it goes down your neck, throat, it's going to cleanse out any hurtful things that have been said by you or to you. And when it gets to your shoulders, it's going to help to cleanse away any responsibility that you're carrying that is not yours to carry. And if it comes down your back, it's just going to feel like a big hug, that white beautiful, warm, cleansing light as it just wraps around you. feels like home. So it flows through your chest and down into your heart. So yummy. Feel it percolate through your heart. Yummy love. And as it goes down your back, it's strengthening your back and it's going down through your abdomen, filling you with peace and as it soaks down you feel so secure and safe in how loved you are you are cherished you feel so nourished get down to your lower abdomen and down to the base of your abdomen and then goes down your legs It helps your legs to have the strength and assurance that they know which way to go, which direction is for your highest and best good. And as it's soaking down your legs and throughout your legs and percolating through every cell, cleansing all through your body, you can feel it still in your head and in your neck and in your shoulders and down your back and in your chest and down your stomach. Just inside everywhere, you can feel it filling you. All right. And as it continues down your legs, you feel a guidance and wisdom of when you should run and when you need to slow your pace. There are times when a pause is just what you need. And what is most needed is to be still. Take a deep breath. You have the wisdom to know when that is to be still. 
and when it's time to get up and get moving again. It helps to give you the motivation to move forward when the time is right. And as the light fills down into your feet, you're entirely enveloped. You can't remember a time before when you felt such beautiful love, such divine love, and you know from your very core you are treasured, that you are cherished, that you are divine. And a deep peace just floods over you. You bask in the warmth and solitude that it brings to your soul. Okay, take another deep breath. And I want you to just wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a little sleep. I want you to know that you are perfect just the way you are in this moment. Even with all your imperfections, your mistakes, you are perfect in your imperfections, imperfectly perfect. This life is a process, and our imperfections are part of our experience, and you are perfect as you are, where you are in your progression. You are continuing on, facing forward. You are beautiful, you are lovely, you are of tremendous worth. <sighs> Doesn't that feel good to just feel wrapped in that love? So beautiful. All right, we are ready now to move on to our third and last point that we are making, and that is to come to know yourself more deeply. I love this quote that is often attributed to Einstein. I'm not positive it came from him. I wasn't able to find in my research a really valid source, but it's a genius quote, whoever it is that said it. And it's this. Everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it is stupid. So I'm sure you've had that experience before where perhaps you were comparing yourself with someone else or perhaps you were comparing someone else with you. And perhaps you were comparing their best attributes with your weaknesses. So I want you to think about that, that comparison is unfair to ourselves as well as to others. I'm going to read that again. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it is stupid. So I want you to challenge yourself to stop comparison, to stop judgment. Judgments not only place yourself in a box, but they place the other person in a box as well. And before we get really into coming to know yourself more deeply, I just want to put in a bit about relationships and listening. One of the things I was being taught today as I 
found that I needed to listen better to my daughter. I felt like I needed to listen to a particular interview I had done about a year ago and was really benefited by the lessons that learned I learned there. And the speaker, one of the things that he said, his name's Tim Weichman, he said that when we have a conversation with a person, so often we are so concerned about what we're going to say next or objecting to what is being said that we're not really taking in the person. And he said, I want you to not only listen to people, but I want you to try to take in who they are. Just try. He said that if you listen, really, really listen, that the imprint of who the person is can be absorbed, that you can take that in and understand where they're coming from. He used the example of going to a coffee shop and sitting there, you can decide to say, hey, those are ugly shoes. Why did she wear those with that outfit? Or why are those two people over there both texting? Didn't they come to the coffee shop to be together and to spend time together? You can be micro-judging everything that's going on, and that's going to diminish your experience. But if you can just quiet yourself and just listen and pay attention and try to take in who the people are, he said, I promise you that you will be filled with compassion for those individuals or for that individual. So try that. Try to just take in who people are. We have a lot of influence over relationships. And if we have time, we can delve more into that at the end. So as we have established, you are uniquely created. And therefore, you have unique abilities. And delving into getting to know yourself just like I was saying how you can absorb who another person is by just taking them in beyond what's being seen or said, you can do that with yourself. You can really open up to who you are that perhaps you hadn't really sat with before or gotten quiet with yourself to get to know yourself. I challenge you to do that, to to come to know yourself, it's a delightful experience. There are so many intricacies about you. Maybe you haven't discovered yet. Treasure yourself, even your idiosyncrasies. There is a children's story that I enjoyed when I was young by a woman named Janine Brady, and it tells of a boy who is trying to find this special friend. He's alone at the beginning of the book, and so throughout the book he has been promised that he would find a special friend. And he meets various different creatures, different animals. He's in a jungle. And all of the animals are having different struggles. And he's able to help them see what it is that they offer, what it is that they bring to the world, you know, whether it's the hippo giving a ride to the birds on her back or whatever it is, then he's able to help them see who who they are and what they have to offer, but he still hasn't found his special friend. And then at the very end of the book, he comes to a lake, or I think he ends up falling into this lake, and he stands up and looks, and he sees his reflection. And he realizes that he is his special friend. And I just love the part of the story where he says, it's me, it's me, I'm my special friend. And he realizes that he can be his own friend. We need to be cheerleaders for ourselves. 
because heaven knows we all need cheerleaders. And sometimes we're the ones that are closest by, (laughs) oftentimes. So I love that sentiment of being our own special friend. And there is a significant truth there. So give yourself the blessing of coming to know yourself and be fascinated by what you find there. I encourage you to take yourself on a date, even weekly. There's a book called The Artist's Way by Julie. I can't remember her last name. And she encourages the readers to go on a date. No one else is invited but you once a week. And that time can be really important for you to just be still with yourself or do something that you love to do. Um, Maybe it's a place that you've always wanted to go or something you usually don't allow yourself the luxury of having, maybe taking a warm bath. It's been a long time since you gave yourself the time to pamper yourself, go get a pedicure or something. But watch yourself, observe yourself, be interested in yourself, and don't judge what it is that you observe in yourself. Just take it in and think, hmm, curious. I wonder why it is that I did that, or I wonder why I'm reacting to this person the way that I am. And you might get some insights about yourself that you didn't know. So come, come to know yourself. So a little homework assignment here. Perhaps you're familiar with mirror work. Um, Lise Hay does it. There's some others that have done mirror work. And what I want you to do is just stand in front of a mirror and just look at yourself to begin with. Sometimes we don't stop to look ourselves in the eye and really look deep into our souls, look right inside. And I want you to say to yourself, when you're ready, I like you. If you're not ready, that's a bit of a stretch for you, then say, you're not half bad. I love to listen to Louise Hay. She does this just a little bit differently, but she's, wrinkly and you know quite older beautiful though but she says I like to look into the mirror and say you're a hot potato (laughs) anyway she's a sweetheart and has some powerful things to teach but start where you are and then work up saying kinder things to yourself and I want you to get to where you can genuinely say two things the first thing I want you to work up to be able to say is I love you and mean it. And the second thing that I want you to work up to being able to say is, there's no one I would rather be than you. When you can get to that point, it's very empowering. And it may take some time. It may take some coming to know yourself first. Keep going on those dates. (laughs) And love yourself just the way you are. Let go of judgment. When we judge people, it just puts us in that box. It limits us. And it puts a label on the box that isn't fair. It's not really who we are. So try treating yourself with love and kindness and just see what happens. Often we are hardest on ourselves. I'm sure you know that. Try to be forgiving of yourself. I forgive you for whatever it is. Maybe you didn't understand. Maybe you were intentionally being mean. 
still forgive yourself. And whenever you catch yourself saying, I should have, da, 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 or I, whatever, ju- you know, judging yourself and what you've done in the past, or even a circumstance when things look kind of messy or your day didn't go the way it was supposed to or you had something planned and it fell apart, I want you, instead of feeling bad about how things are going, to replace it with this statement. Perhaps everything turned out just the way it was supposed to. Or if you're in the middle of it, perhaps everything is turning out just the way it's supposed to. And sometimes it can be helpful to say that, just repeat it several times until you can come to accept it. But like we talked about in Section 2 of there being a message in the mess, that's kind of referring to that, that perhaps things turned out just the way they were supposed to. It's opening the possibility that maybe things were learned and going through that, maybe it somehow benefited someone. Something was gained in that circumstance, even if it's gained in looking back at it and analyzing it like I did with falling down the stairs. I wasn't feeling super great about that in the middle of my fall, but I was able to reflect, and I wrote probably five pages in my journal about what I learned falling down the stairs. It was a very awakening experience for me. So remember that. Perhaps everything turned out just the way it was supposed to. And it makes me think of the poster I saw as a child. You probably saw it too that says, God don't make no junk. I think it had a child on it that was all dirty and her clothes were ripped. And, you know, we have value no matter what we look like, no matter what our circumstances look like, you have value. There's a a viewpoint similar to this expressed by a, a woman who said, I have come to realize that I am like an old $20 bill, crumpled, torn, dirty, abused, and scarred. But I am still a $20 bill. I am worth something. Even though I may not look like much, and even though I have been battered and used, I am still worth the full $20. I love that message. You are still worth the $20. And I would like to add in there that you are well worth over $20. You are priceless. So, as we mentioned before, you have gifts within you. You have abilities that are unique to you. There may be others who do what it is that you do as an occupation or have talents that are similar to yours, but no one expresses themselves quite like you. The way you show up, the way you interact with people, the way you use your voice is unique to you. So embrace that. You bring a special light to the world that no one else can bring. You can touch lives in a way that no one else can do it quite like you. Embrace that uniqueness. I'm sure that you've heard that every snowflake is different and that we're like snowflakes. Each of us is uniquely made. You have a message to share. 
whatever it is, with friends, with family, on a broader scale, in your teaching, in your work that you do, you have a message to share. You have a gift to give through that message. Maybe it's through painting. Maybe it's through dance. Maybe it's through speaking. Whatever it is, allow your message to be heard. Open your mouth. And if you learn to listen and feel with your heart what those around you need, you will be given words to say that will start a shift for good in someone else's life. And that just ripples out. Who knows the countless lives that are affected by one life that you touch. So try to listen with your heart and be open to that. What does this person need? from me? What do they need me to say? Benefit them and bless their lives. You are beautiful. Be that ripple in the pond. Begin something beautiful that can spread. And the best thing that you can do is be you. Be you in your genuineness. I told you that we'd get back a little to relationships. Sometimes we feel helpless in our relationships, but we don't understand how powerful we are, what a powerful influence we are. It's true that we don't have control over what other people do or say, but when we shift ourselves, it naturally is going to shift those around us. When we learn to stand in our power it's naturally going to shift those things around us. For example, uh, at the beginning of my marriage, the first several years of my second marriage, um, I was the permissive parent and my husband was the drill sergeant. And when I became more familiar with myself, when I came to learn to love myself and to know myself and to understand why I did what I did, I became more firm and more strong. And I remember the first time that I handled something in a certain way with the kids and my husband questioned it. And I said, no, I did it because of this. And in beautiful, respectful strength, explained myself. And he said, okay. And my job out hit the floor. Like, okay. <laughs> You don't have anything against what I did. It was amazing that we had been in balance. And when I came up on the scale, on the balance scale, he came down and balanced me out. It was beautiful. And in your relationship, your side of the relationship is out of balance. So is the other side. So when you raise yourself up in standing in your strength and in your power and standing for what is right and what is good for you, Whatever is for your highest good is for everyone's highest good. And when you rise up to that point, others around you are going to shift. Sometimes they shift right out of your life, and that's sometimes just the way it needs to be. So be open to that. Okay. Just know that you are a powerful influence in your relationships. The best thing that you can be is you, genuinely you, the beautiful you that's inside. 
So I'm going to go through and read some statements, and I want you to imagine that all of these statements are true. Feel what it feels like to have them be true. I am divinely loved. I am unique. There is no one else quite like me. My presence brings a uniqueness to the planet that only I can offer. There are lives that I touch in ways that are unique to me. I am worthwhile. I place myself in situations where people see me and value what I have to offer. I create healthy boundaries in my relationships. I attract people who support me and regard me. I draw lines where lines need to be drawn. In doing so, I respect myself and others respect me as well. It is for their good as well as mine. I recognize that when there is an imbalance on my side, it signifies an imbalance on the other side too. I am proactive and I take the responsibility to bring my side into balance, which naturally influences others involved for their good. I stand in my power. I accept it all and use it wisely. I am wise and good and strong. Others approve of who I am. I approve of who I am. People see me for who I am and enjoy my intricacies, even my quirky side. I am comfortable being seen because I know who I truly am. I am of tremendous value. The unique light that I bring makes the world a better place. I bless those around me just by being me. (sighs) Doesn't it feel good that those are true? Everything is created energetically or in our minds before it is created physically. Just like a blueprint for a building is created and the idea of the building is created before it's actually built. So just know that your thoughts and your feelings are beginning to create those things. And that's why I wanted to go through that list. That is beginning the creation of a shift of those things being true for you. So be sure to hang on to that feeling. I have a gift for those who would like to um, partake of it, a free offer. Kind of similar to what we did in the visualization, only this one is a lot longer. It's about 20 minutes. It's a meditation that I call the meditation of refining light. And for those who would like to partake of that or who would like to know more about me or get on my mailing list and receive uplifting emails from me, and I I do a lot of free webinars and things like that, then you need to go to my website. It's revealing, R-E-V-E-A-L-I-N-G hyphen U, Y-O-U dot com. Revealing hyphen U dot com. There's no www. So if you would like to receive that meditation for free, if you just go to that site, there's a place where you can sign up for it. Just put in your name and your email, and you will be 
gentle link where you can download that. I have had a lot of good impact on that meditation and people have responded beautifully. The emails that I've received and the feedback that I've received about that, it helps people to sleep better. People have um, gotten to where they were out of pain. People have just felt a shift in their life in listening to that meditation. Some people say that they listen to it every day. So it's for free, just a free gift for you. If you want to go to revealing-you.com and try that out. I would love to have further contact with you. If there's anything that I can do to bless your life, please let me know. Also on my website, there's a place where you can have a free chat with me. I do energy clearing. If you don't know what that is, that's okay. You can ask me on the phone. You can just register for that. There's no pressure for joining anything or, you know, um, I may invite you or tell you what I have to offer, but absolutely no pressure. I'm all for people doing what feels right for them to do. But I can do amazing amounts of clearing energy, clearing, cleansing in that time. We Throughout our lives, we just pick up garbage, whether it's feeling abandoned or feeling used or abused or uh, feeling we're not worthwhile or whatever it is. You know, we have a lot of energy about or emotions from our past that we carry to our present, and it affects us. It affects our present. So I'm able to kind of clear that out, and even in that free 15-minute call, we can do a lot of good to help you out. So know that you are beautiful. You are loved. You are a precious gem. Remember your homework assignments. Do the mirror work. Express your love to yourself. Take yourself on a date. Um, Just spend some special time with yourself. And remember to complete your list. Hopefully you've already gotten that started, that up. And try to fill a page. Ask people what their favorite characteristics of you are. And you'll probably get a lot of good feedback that will help you in seeing yourself more clearly. So I will sign off and... I hope you have a beautiful day.